from the rule of our Holy Father, St. Benedict, chapter the 68th. Si fratri impossibilia inungantur, if a brother be commanded to do impossibilities. If on any brother there be laid commands that are hard and impossible, let him receive the orders of him who biddeth him with all mildness and obedience. But if he seeth the weight of the burden, Altogether to exceed his strength, let him seasonably and with patience lay before his superior the reasons of his incapacity to obey, without showing pride, resistance, or contradiction. If, however, after this the superior still persists in his command, let the younger know that it is expedient for him, and let him obey for the love of God, trusting in his assistance. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. No God-fearing abbot, attentive to the teaching of St. Benedict, that he should act with prudence, and not go too far, lest while he seeketh too eagerly to scrape off the rust, the vessel be broken, and remembering that the bruised reed must not be broken, would ever lay upon a brother commands that are hard or impossible. Were an abbot to do this, he would violate one of the great principles of the Holy Rule, that he should so temper all things that the strong may have something to strive after, and the weak nothing at which to take along. It is, however, possible that a brother should, from where he stands, judge uh, what the abbot asks of him as something hard and impossible. A brother finding himself in such a situation must first repeat to himself the words of Christ the Apostle, my grace is enough for thee. My strength finds its full scope in thy weakness. He must also repeat to himself what the Apostle says, nothing is beyond my powers, thanks to the strength God gives me. St. Benedict would have the brother charged to do things that he judges beyond his strength, Receive the order with all mildness and obedience. <clears throat> what does it mean to receive the order with mildness? It means, first of all, to silence the noise of one's inner protests and resistances. These occur in one's thoughts before finding expression in attitudes and words. Be silent. Make room for the command that has been given. Receive it loyally and with an open heart. The brother is to receive such a command with obedience, that is, listening not to his own objections, fears, and apprehensions, but to the voice of the one who commands, trusting in the grace of Christ who acts, at once, 
through the one giving the command and the one receiving it. The episode of St. Peter walking in the water comes to mind. And then, when the night had reached its fourth quarter, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. When they saw him walking on the sea, the disciples were terrified. They said, It is an apparition, and cried out for fear. But all at once, Jesus spoke to them. Take courage, he said. It is myself. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is thyself, bid me come to thee over the water. He said, Come. And Peter let himself down out of the ship and walked over the water to reach Jesus. Then, seeing how strong the wind was, he lost courage and began to sink. Whereupon he cried aloud, Lord, save me. Jesus at once stretched out his hand and caught hold of him, saying to him, Why didst thou hesitate, man little faith? It is this passage from the Gospel that illuminates this chapter of the Holy Rule. And one must read this chapter of the Holy Rule on when a brother is commanded to do things impossible through the lens of this episode recounted by St. Matthew. St. Benedict, ever attentive to the inner state of his sons, adds with a compassionate realism, but if he seeth the weight of the burden altogether to exceed his strength, let him seasonably and with patience lay before his superior the reasons of his incapacity to obey without showing pride, resistance, or contradiction. The weight of the burden may not, in fact, exceed the strength of the brother, but the brother may think it does. In such a case, he is to lay before his superior the reasons for his incapacity to obey, St. Benedict says, seasonably. This means at the opportune time. It is never good to inform the abbot of one's inability to carry out a task at the last minute, or while the abbot is preoccupied with other things, or during the hours of silence. There is a time for everything. The brother is to set forth his reasons patiently. This means with consideration for the necessity imposed upon the abbot to rearrange the work in question, to find another brother capable of doing the job, or to delay the job until some solution can be found. The brother who expects the abbot to rearrange things instantly is not being reasonable, nor is he showing patience. Finally, the brother who expresses his inability to obey in a particular matter must do so 
without showing pride, resistance, or contradiction. The abbot may see the total picture more objectively. Prideful man admits of the rightness only of his own perceptions. He often claims that he feels misunderstood, undervalued. Resistance can be passive or active. The brother who obeys while passively resisting the command will carry out the work slowly, dragging his feet, or half-heartedly, or show up late, or he will murmur, or bang things about, and at some level try to sabotage the job. The brother who resists actively will deliberately build a case against what the abbot has asked him to do, and will not desist from arguing his refusal to obey. The brother who contradicts will oppose the abbot at every turn, finding fault with everything the abbot says, and stubbornly justifying his own opinion, even when the abbot has made it clear that the command is to be followed without further discussion. St. Benedict knows that a difficult and challenging obedience can be a life-changing grace. Thus does he say, if, however, after this, the superior still persists in his command, let the younger know that it is expedient for him. That means that God will bring something good out of it. And let him obey for the love of God, trusting in his assistance, that is, in grace. The abbot may say, I hear you, brother, but I ask you all the same, to do this thing now, in the way I ask, without further discussion. In such a case, the brother is to say to himself, God will bring some greater good out of this for me. He will recall the words of the Apostle, but in all these things we overcome, because of him that hath loved us. He will obey for the love of God, trusting in divine grace. St. Benedict calls it God's assistance. Such an obedience becomes like the costly perfume poured out, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. There is an episode in the life of Father Vessier that illustrates the sort of situation that St. Benedict addresses in this chapter. As a novice, Brother Bessier was incapable of rising from matins. At that time, the order of preachers, the fathers, had the night office interrupted sleep. And Brother Bessier was incapable of rising from matins. His master of novices was troubled by this and ordered Brother Bessier to make a peculiar novena in preparation for the Feast of St. Joseph. The frail novice was to rise for matins no matter what the difficulty and the cost for nine consecutive nights in honor of St. Joseph. After the ninth night, Brother Vessier was no stronger. In fact, he was more frail and exhausted than ever. The Master of Novices said, 
it is enough. And from that day forward, Brother Vizier was dispensed from matters. He obeyed something that he judged impossible. In the end, God showed that this was, in fact, impossible for Brother Vizier. And his master of novices was humble enough to accept that he was no longer to insist on this hard observance. Saint Joseph had other things in view for Brother Vessier, and with these things, the grace to do them. Brother Vessier's obedience stretched him and in some way prepared him for a deployment of grace in his infirmity that would be the secret of his sanctity. I had that in mind because uh, on Thursday, Here. And as you know, I, I take great, I derive great light 